Thank you for tuning in to Morning Moments with Pastor Bruce Goddard from Faith Baptist Church. We pray that this is a blessing to you. Good morning. Great to be together today. A reading recently in the book of Ezra and Nehemiah, I came across a, a passage you might want to look at in chapter two of the or chapter ten of the book of Nehemiah. <clears throat> Great principles about rebuilding a nation. If any nation needs help rebuilding, it's America. We have sold ourselves down the gutter spiritually, morally, ethically. I mean, from work ethic to morality, we have just literally flushed our country down the sewer. Um, and if we're going to rebuild some things, there's a couple of principles here I picked out. Two simple things that would be a help, a great help in rebuilding, whether it be your personal life, whether it be your church, your country, whatever it might be. Um, let me give you a little a little background first. Israel had been in captivity for 70 years. Um, they were... Um, told to get back those who want to do um, the Babylonian king and Cyrus and a couple other kings have been involved but they they allowed them to return they gave them financial resources they gave them uh, uh, like licenses to operate and they had some great things so uh, they go back and they they start building the the temple itself um, that's um, that was just the beginning there's a city they need walls there's marauders there marauding tribesmen there's wild animals and and the walls were to protect the people. And that was a little bit of security. And so Ezra, the book of Ezra basically tells about rebuilding the temple. And then the book of Nehemiah, rebuilding the walls, both essential. And um, there's other people involved. But they, just to, to jump into the point here, um, Nehemiah is trying to get people right. And um, one group at a time. And um, now this is only a fraction of the people of Israel. Uh, of course, a lot of people died. They go to Babylon um, they, a lot of people died in the process. There were, they be, many became prosperous in Babylon. They didn't want to come back to Jerusalem. The idea of leaving jobs and homes and, and, um, friends and going to Jerusalem, well, Jerusalem was, was shattered. It was a shipwreck, no schools, no businesses. Um, there, there it was, the, the, you know, farms were destroyed and vineyards and, wells uh, probably needed to be redug and and those who were there if they needed help they would go to the communities nearby nearby towns and so pretty soon they started finding themselves associating with the people of the land the non-jewish people and that was an issue because as the years passed um, the jewish kids are becoming friends and marrying the kids in the world around them and just very difficult time and so uh, a lot of people stayed back in Babylon, but a group did go to Jerusalem, and, and it was very difficult. They went for God, not for comfort. And Nehemiah, in uh, Nehemiah chapter 10, if you notice this little phrase, um, he said, he, he brought the people into a covenant, and it says this, he said that they, he, he brought them into a covenant with God, but in verse 28, all they that had separated themselves from the people of the lands unto the law of God. Now, there's so much in there. If you're going to be separated unto the law of God, you're going to have to separate yourself from the people of the land. And uh, here in our culture, it's no different. You can't have all the media and all the social ties and all of the academic and athletic and drama and 
and uh, the career ties. You can't have all the same goals and dreams, and you can't have all that and be se- be separated to the law of God, because you've got the world and you've got the things of God, and the two are different. Um, these so so Nehemiah led these people to make a commitment, and you can read the passage in detail there in Nehemiah ten. And uh, so they made a commitment. One of the commitments is they'd keep their children separate from the people of the land. You look down at verse 30, Nehemiah 10, verse 30. And the commitment said that they would not give, they say we would not give our daughters to the people of the land nor take their daughters for our sons. Now from verse 30 down for the next nine verses to verse 39, it basically talks about their financial commitments to the house of God. And in our vernacular, be the church. So they're rebuilding a, a, a nation, rebuilding a city, starting out with uh, the city of Jerusalem. And Nehemiah had seen so much worldliness, so many compromises being made in the lives, the personal lives, the private lives of these people. I mean, who their kids hung out with and who they dated and who they married and where the people's money went, what they do with their money. And Nehemiah brought the people into a covenant with God. And the first covenant was to separate from the world, from the people of the the neighbors, to the law of God. They needed to get away from the world, and they needed to get back into their Bible, back to the Word of God. And oh, that we would be wise enough to get our kids out of the public schools and the universities and get our kids back to the Bible. That we would get our personal families, our own families, and our personal time away from the busyness of this world and to get some Bible every day into our own lives and into the lives of our family members. We'd read the word of God to our children and talk about it. But for but not only that, separated from the word the world unto unto the law of God, keeping their children from the land. For the next nine verses they talk about their financial support of the ministry, the the, the house of God and the preachers. And I want you to notice, just to save time, jump right down to the the last few words in verse 39. They said, we won't forsake the house of God. We will not forsake the house of our God. They made a decision. Now, we have countless people who are in America who um, were passionate about electing President Trump that were casual about their church. There were people who would put their money into uh, campaigns and elections to elect some conservative, whether it be to a governor or some other uh, position politically that were casual toward their church. And folks, that's not the solution. That is the problem. That's not the answer to the trouble. That is the trouble. He says here very simply, if we're going to rebuild this nation, you're going to have to get separated from the world. You're going to have to get separated unto the word of God. Keep your children away from this world. And then you need to not forget the house of God. You know, in Hebrews 10.25, it says, Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another. And so much the more as you see the day approaching. Oh, don't we see the day of Christ's return approaching? Can't you see it? The technology... For the first time in history, anything. First time we've had something global. I mean, World War II didn't affect Vanuatu and the tribal people of little mountain villages and little South Pacific islands. But this COVID thing, it touched the world overnight. This vaccination thing, it went everywhere. We have seen a medical situation unify global mandates. And um, that idea of... 
of a of a number on your hand um, is not far from a chip in your hand or from a vaccination card that says you've been properly vaccinated so you can buy and sell. Uh, these things aren't far, far. Well, you can see the day approaching. And he says in Hebrews 10, 25, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. Back there in, in uh, Nehemiah 10, 39, we will not forsake the house of our God. I want to challenge you. It's the holidays. Let's don't forsake the house of God. Let's be separate. You, you go to some relatives for dinner, a Christmas gathering, whatever. I'm, I'm for family. I love family gatherings. But decide how long you'll stay. Decide what activities are going to go on, go on around your children. Uh, decide at what point the kids are going to not be able to watch something on TV or not play some video game where there's who knows what going on. Uh, look, they're your kids. You need to separate. That's one of the points in this. Um, in verse 28, uh, 29 and 30, at the beginning of this, they're going to separate their children from the children of the world. And they're going to decide to keep their kids clean. And um, I want to challenge you during the, this uh, end of one year, beginning of the next year, I want to challenge you. If, we, if we're going to rebuild a nation that is broken, it's going to be God who does it. And it'll be our part. The simplest thing of our part is going to be we're going to pull away from the world, and get near to the Bible. We need to separate ourselves from the things of the world unto the law of God. We need to determine our children's associations and companions. And then we need to not forget the house of our God. What a tragedy that the God who gave us America, the God who gave us the prosperity that we enjoy, that we would forsake his house. And all I want to encourage you, uh, not just during Thanksgiving and Christmas, but the rest of the year. Let's just decide we're going to be in church. We're going to be in church Sunday morning and Sunday night and Wednesday night. If there's a special meeting, we're going to be at that special meeting. We will not forsake the house of our God. That is the, it's one of the key things that will bring revival and healing to a broken nation. And I want to encourage you. There's a God in heaven. He could do anything. And if my people... Second Chronicles seven fourteen. If we'd humble ourselves, pray, seek God's face, turn from our wicked ways, then He would hear hear from heaven, and forgive our sins and heal our land. And oh, how we need Him! So let me encourage you. Let's separate ourselves from this world unto the law of God. Let's make sure we guard our children's friends and associations, and let's be sure we don't forsake the house of God. Have a great day, and let's be praying for our wonderful country.